What? Oh, I'm used to it. I like doing that. Everybody here and ready? Yeah. I'm ready. I'd like to call the regular city council meeting in the city of Collinsville, February 8th, 2022, to order with roll call, please. Stamen? Here. Jerome? Here. Houseman? Here. Green? Here. Miller? Here. The invocation this evening will be given by Pastor Dale Barnhurst from Seventh-day Adventist Church. Would you please rise for the invocation and stay standing for the Pledge of Allegiance. Let's bow our heads. Our Heavenly Father, we want to thank you that we can come to you whenever we need, and that seems like it's all the time. We need your wisdom. We ask that you would bless this meeting tonight. I ask that you would Surround each and every person making choices and decisions uh, that they will make the choice and decision that you want done. We thank you for loving us. Thank you for always being there for us. Thank you that you are one that we can count on. And we praise you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Speakers may address the council under the terms of 4765. Time is limited to four minutes per speaker. Is there anyone in the room that wishes to speak? Being none. Comments and announcements from the mayor? I would like to give the Collinsville Street Department a congratulations on a job well done in, in this uh, recent snowstorm that we had. Uh, they work unendlessly. Uh, they couldn't pre-treat because of the rain, but uh, the streets were passable as soon as the storm was over and they did a fantastic job. So uh, if you would please let them know, Dennis, that how much uh, the residents appreciate what they do as well as the council. Comments and announcements from city staff. I'm sorry, council, council members. Yeah. Any council members? Well, I just want to give a quick shout out to our school board. Uh, I understand at their last meeting they took a lot of heat um, from protesters on the mask issue. We don't even need to get into which way you're on it, but um, from what I understood, um, they uh, took all of the, the heat in a very professional manner. And to me, I guess I don't, don't think that they deserve being yelled at for making a decision. And I just want to compliment them for their professionalism and, and having to withstand that. Um, and I hope that it's it's something that we can have conversations and not yelling matches on in the future on that issue. So I just wanted to tell them we, we do recognize them that they did have to put up with quite a bit. Anyone else? Next item. Comments and announcements from city staff. Mr. Mayor. Mr. Mayor, members of council, I'll bring Kimberly Corn up to talk about CBSL enrollment. 
Mayor Miller, members of the council, I am here tonight to talk to about the CBSL, Collinsville Baseball and Softball League. Um, we are currently taking registrations for the baseball program. We hope to get the word out that registration is open. You can do so by either uh, registering online, um, calling the office, or coming in, and we will get you signed up. This is for baseball and softball from ages 5 through 14. Um, boys and girls co-ed in the beginning, and then we divide up later on. Um, any questions, they can call the Park and Rec Department. We'd be happy to help them. Thank you. That's all we have this evening. Thank you. Thank you. Next item. Next item is the consent agenda. Item one is motion to approve payment of bills for the period ending January 29th, 2022 in the amount of $1,886,441.83. Item number two, motion to approve payroll for the period ending January 21st, 2022 in the amount of $780,953.50. Item three is a motion to approve minutes of the January 25th, 2022 council meeting. Item number four is a resolution appointing a member to the Fire Pension Board, Amanda Guntram. And item five, resolution appointing a member to the Police Pension Board, Amanda Guntram. Any items, uh, L1 through five, anyone wish to poll or question prior to a motion? <coughs> Being none, I'll entertain a motion to approve uh, the, consent, the consent agenda items L1 through five. So moved. Councilman Hausman will make the motion. Second, Second by Councilman Jerome. Roll call, please. Stamen? Yes. Jerome? Yes. Hausman? Yes. Green? Yes. Miller? Yes. Next, new business. Item one is an ordinance providing for a waiver of certain bidding requirements related to security cameras at the Collinsville Aqua Park and Activity Center. Entertain a motion for the approval of the waiver for certain bidding requirements for security cameras. So moved. Moved by Councilman Green. Second. Second by Councilman Stamen. The overview by IT Director Sean Sickler. Good evening, Mayor and members of the council. Before you tonight is an ordinance seeking your approval to waive the bid requirements and required in our purchasing policy. Um, the reason that we're seeking this waiver is the Aqua Park and Activity Center needs a new security camera system, and we have the technical specs for the project ready to go to contractors, but we're concerned that if we make this a sealed bid and the technical specs are public, it would compromise the security of the park by giving away the capabilities, limitations, and locations of the camera installations. <coughs> um, the staff plans to bring this um, to four qualified contractors as an RFP and final authorization of the project would come back to council once uh, a winning vendor has been selected. This is a 2022 CIP project that has been budgeted at $75,000. And if you have any questions or comments, I'd be happy to hear them or answer them. Questions of uh, Mr. Sackman? I don't have any questions, but when I was reading it, I'm like, would have never thought about that. And so I appreciate your foresight and I mean, it's what you do, obviously. Um, but I appreciate you um, bringing that to our attention and asking for this. So and protecting our park. Thank you. And that I have to give the credit to Mitch for that one. Oh, good job team. I think Strong's take the credit. Good job team. This is all his hard work. Yeah, it's all of you. Yeah, I'll take 
You want credit? <laughs> well. Thank you, but you did all the hard work. Uh, yeah, I, I don't have any questions. I think it's obviously makes it makes sense and it's prudent to do that. But my question is more procedural. Is do we do this onesie twosie as need be, or is there ever an ordinance where we are able to do this when we have security related uh, items, or is it best to do it one at a time? I guess is my question. I think we. It's best that we do it per application. Per is that what you're asking? Yeah. Right. Yeah, I would say yes, because quite frankly, um, this has been a year-long planning project. Um, we decided, you know, given the cost, obviously $75,000, um, there's a lot of security needs at the water park. Uh, primarily, I mean, one we can talk about is the ability to have facial recognition and customer service so that when we uh, ask guests to leave that they stay banished. <laughs> so, um, you know, when you have six, 700 people a day. I would say that the way we've chunked this down to make it affordable is, um, you know, essentially one or two properties a year. So I would prefer that we come back to you on that individual basis. Okay. Um, we did something a couple of years ago mm -hmm. with the servers and so on as well. So. Yep. Okay. Very similar action. I would ask, you know, I would prefer for us for full transparency to bring each one of these forward and allow you to approve them individually. Very good. Yep. Anyone else? Roll call, please. Stamen? Yes. Jerome? Yes. Houseman? Yes. Green? Yes. Miller? Yes. Item number two is a resolution of the City of Collinsville in relation to a policy for its official website and use of social media. Motion to approve the resolution on relationship to the policy for the official website of the city. So moved. Moved by Councilman Green. No second. Second by Councilman Hausman. The overview by Deputy City Manager, Mr. Jackson. Thank you, Mayor Miller. Members of the Council, before you this evening, the final resolution is a resolution to adopt a city website and social media use policy for the City of Collinsville. Uh, the purpose of this policy is to establish direction and operational procedures when it comes to updating, maintaining, and utilizing our website. Uh, as you may recall, we do have procedures in our personnel policy handbook when it comes to employees' use of social media. However, this is kind of more of a housekeeping item that we wanted to add. It gives more direction to staff uh, when it comes to maintaining and utilizing and posting content on the City of Council's website and social media pages. Uh, so with that, this policy is divided into seven sections. It's the mission statement, purpose, general policy, comment policy, website administration, web utilization categories, and required website content and content restriction. What I'm going to do is just quickly go through and kind of show you some of the highlights uh, from each respective section. So section one is the mission statement. Uh, here it basically declares that the city, city's website will be uh, www.collinsvilleil.org. Obviously it's something we would update if our domain ever changed in the future. We'd make sure we update this policy as well. Uh, but it also provides a uh, goal for the websites and social media, which reads as follows. Provides residents, businesses, and the public with information about the city of Collinsville, other units of local governments, and community-related programs and events that serve to strengthen Collinsville's identity. Section two, this is the purpose. The purpose section establishes that the city's website and social media uh, is a form of governmental speech. Uh, it goes on to list out different goals and objectives uh, for the social media and the website, which is to serve as an ongoing source of information, increase public knowledge and functions and the responsibility of the city government, serve as an emergency information center, strengthen community identi identity and involvement, supplement ongoing communications between the city and its residents, provide information to the general interest to the city residents, residential businesses, and general public, 
and act as a resource for public, um, uh, to the public for useful information about the community uh, as well as directional information. Section three, uh, this is for general policy. Uh, this section, again, this is kind of the highlights of the overall section, establishes the city's website as the primary and predominant tool for information sharing. And that's a very important note. We always want our website to be kind of the default for getting information out to the public. We have other tools out there that are disposer, but the website is kind of where the uh, main source of information comes from. With that, we do touch on the use of social media as a tool. Uh, generally speaking, it falls into two categories. as a channel of disseminating time-sensitive information as quickly as possible to our residents and businesses and it's marketing promotional channels, which increases the abilities to, the city's ability to broadcast to a, a wider audience uh, that's out there for information. Uh, this policy goes on to establish the city manager or their designee who we're referencing as the city web coordinator, uh, responsible for uh, establishing and maintaining uh, all social media sites on behalf of the city. Section four is uh, comment policy. So the comment policy, what it highlights and establishes is that the city's social media page or tools for sharing information with the general public and not intended to be a public forum. With that, and here's some key notes on this and the highlights for this section, uh, this policy reads that the, uh, all city posts on social media shall have comments disabled. This is a little bit of reverse from what we've currently been doing historically with the city. Uh, historically, the city's social media pages have been our two-way communication forum where uh, when the city posts something, someone can comment, the city can comment back. Uh, we are recommending to actually close that off and turn it to more of a PSA or a public service announcement medium. Uh, with that, uh, the reason we're doing that is because we are, as a city, are on the hook. Well, any time a record or any time a comment's put on a social media page, that's considered a record that we're obligated to maintain uh, for three years as well as it could be a foible action. So we are taking the advice of the uh, State, State of Illinois Archives Record Management Division who recommends that municipalities do disable comment and turn it into more of a PSA uh, for record, you know, the lessen the burden when it comes to record keeping. Uh, just want to be very clear and, and direct on that. That's the primary reason why we're doing this. Uh, it was a little bit of a consideration for us because we do like the back and forth that comments do allow us to have on there. However, we did feel that the uh, maintaining records for three years outweighs that. Uh, and with that, we kind of try to strategically address that so there is public discourse anytime the city, city shares anything. Uh, all posts that we share on social media sites will be public, meaning they can be shared there from on the personal pages or the group pages where they can be discussed and the city's not obligated for record keeping if it's shared to say the Collinsville connection or on an individual's page. Uh, and we also did build in an exception where uh, we can enable comments if we are specifically trying to solicit feedback uh, or input from our residents in a poll or our other type of issue. So uh, we did build some flexibility into Derek, that. Derek, I'm gonna jump in for a second. Yeah, please do. Real quick, um, part of that was, um, again, a lot of uh, credit to Kim Wasser uh, bringing this forward to us as a concern and also letting, I just want the council and everyone to know, we are the very rare exception right now that allows comments. In fact, we're not aware of any other municipality in the Metro East that allows those comments. Uh, Unit 10 disabled their comments recently, and a lot of that was just how social media has really changed um, during the last two years, and you know, quite frankly, impacts our employees' mental health. I would say on the other part is that one exception, I can tell you there's a lot of parks programming, and that was a concern we talked about with Director Corrin was, um, sometimes that their social media is used to get feedback on programs and so that would be an instance where we would allow those comments to be enabled so we could get feedback on programs um, or other endeavors if we were going down it um, you know as we move forward with the residential task force neighborhood planning um, there may be areas where we want to use that as more of a public public you know to, to solicit feedback but it's not you know that discussion forum that's the right. intent right more of a PSA is what we're, what we're aiming for 
Section five, this highlights the uh, website administration. What this does is establishes that the city owns, operates, and regulates um, uh, all the social media and as a branch of the city manager's office. Uh, outlines the city manager and the web coordinator designee responsibilities, including coordinating and managing the city website, uh, determining what website needs to go on there, and reviewing all requests from city officials, staff, other outside organizations as far as requests for content to put on our city website. And we'll touch on that here in the coming sections, what that content looks like. Section six, web utilization categories. So again, this kind of prioritizes and, and gives some guidance to the web coordinator as far as what is an acceptable form of uh, content to be on a government speech website. Uh, and it lists, in, again, in, pri in order of priorities, emergencies, uh, live streaming or pre-recordings of all city council meetings, uh, live uh, recordings of all planning uh, board reports, commissions and planning uh, department or commission committees, excuse me, uh, butchered that. Uh, city services, events and programs, uh, city uh, council taxing bodies or quasi-governmental entities. So that means we could put things like any announcements we get from District 10, uh, from the township, from the library that would enable us to put that kind of information on there. Uh, county, regional, state, and federal uh, government content. Uh, community programs and events so that include things like the C3 program or the uh, Horse Riders Festival, Italian Fest, those kind of uh, uh, events happening in the city. And then obviously we do a heavy recruiting presence uh, for uh, recruiting and uh, uh, hiring employment opportunities here at the city of Collinsville. Section seven, uh, this is the final section of the, the policy that we're proposing. Uh, what this does, it gives a, this gives some very specific details to the web coordinator as far as a, a permissible and um, uh, prohibited content to be on the website. So items that we are requiring that must always be on our website uh, is city contacts, city hall address, name of elected and appointed officials, uh, FOIA officer information, city department, and organizational chart. Again, I just want to refresh, that's, that's just the bare minimum. We certainly go above and beyond that right now on our city website, but we want to establish that policy that our website always contains that information. Uh, it's just good to have that information available to the public. And lastly, when it comes to prohibited content, uh, there are six different categories here which uh, have different type of materials that are prohibited from being on there. That includes promotion, endorsement, and advertisement in any private business, lottery or raffle information. Uh, caveat to that, raffle licensing obviously is a different component. We do have a raffle license at the city. That's just information for how to apply for a raffle license. We won't be doing any type of advertising uh, raffle events within the city. Uh, religious programming, with the exception of holiday music, lewd materials or language, trademarks or copyrighted materials, and programming, which is prohibited by federal, state, or local laws. Uh, so with that, I realize there's a lot there. If there's any questions, comments, or concerns on any of these particular sections of the, um, of the policy, I'd be more than happy to address them. Questions of Mr. Jackson? A little bit more background. I would like to thank Lake Barrington. They unwittingly provided the template. It was the best policy we found. Um, and Derek did a really good job making it ours, with, um, you know, and, and making it work for us. It's long overdue and needed. Obviously, um, one of the parts in here is the person that's going to be primarily almost 100% responsible for this would be the communications manager position that we just advertised for. Um, so just to give it a little context, it'll consolidate the city's messaging is really what this is intended to do and focus us to really make sure we're staying on brand and using this purely as an informational um, highway for, for our residents and for the community. Anyone else? Um, I'd just like to, I'm glad to see you're doing it. Um, I'm glad, even though the public comment part may create some public comment. <laughs> there, there are so many avenues for the public to contact us, you know, and contact any department 
head, a department, the council members. So it's not that we're it's not that we're shutting down the ability to make your comments known, coming to the meetings, you know. But unfortunately, um, the part I've noticed about Facebook is that those mean-spirited, not this, fa I'm sorry, not Facebook, but the mean-spirited kind of things that it's easy to sit back and type something in and have a um, a bad comment about something instead of positive feedback. So um, we're not by any means, in, in my mind, restricting comment or anything. We're just clearly this is where it is. There's other avenues to do it. Yeah. Just well, obviously, if there's questions or there's legitimate comments, there'll be a way for them to email us that exactly. we can answer right. that. Um, and again, like Derek said, there's the ability. We it is going to be shareable, so they could you know it can be shared to the council of connection if people want to have that discussion. Um, it's just not our place as a governmental. You know that that intent was really the mission statement. Really gets to it. You know the intent of governmental speech is information. It's not. Mm -hmm. You know, to have the town hall. It's not. It's not a debate forum. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I totally agree with that. Anyone else? Thank you. Thank you. Roll call, please. Stamen. Yes. Jerome. Yes. Houseman. Yes. Green. Yes. Miller. Yes. Next closed session. I will entertain a motion to move to closed session to discuss in accordance with 5 ILCS 120-2C1 appointment employment compensation disciplinary performance of employees. Motion. So moved. Moved by Councilman Stamen. Second. Se second by Councilman Jerome. Uh, roll call, please. Stamen. Yes. Jerome. Yes. Houseman. Yes. Green. Yes. Miller. Yes. Last is adjournment. Motion for adjournment. So, so moved. moved. Oh. Councilman Houseman will make the motion. Councilman Green will second. Roll call. Stamen. Yes. Jerome. Yes. Houseman. Yes. Green. Yes. Miller. Yes. The regular meeting, uh, the city council meeting of the city of Collinsville, February 8, 2022, is adjourned. And the record.